Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Behind the Body. I'm Andrea. I'm Anna. And today we are going to talk about a diet that is sustainable long-term. And I realize that this is sort of a broad topic that we could go on for hours about, but I think we want to be really specific. And when I think about a diet, I actually think of a diet as like a quick fix, something like a keto diet, low-carb diet, juice cleanse, like something that's going to help you lose weight, not necessarily body fat, but lose weight quickly. But what we want to talk about is adopting a lifestyle in which is going to help you meet your fat loss goals, right? Exactly. Yeah. And also, I think when we say diet, the first thing that our brain does is shut down. You say the word, I'm going to start my diet on Monday, and you are already craving chocolate, burgers, everything fat. Well, before the craving, I think when you say, I'm going to start my diet on Monday, you're already starting to think about the restrictions. Exactly. Right? So like what I can't do, I'm not going to be able to eat burgers. I'm not going to be able to eat fries or donuts or whatever. And, and then automatically your brain is like, no, 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 but I want all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's why when we're talking about to lose weight, it is um, so connected about the habits. But to keep the way that you want to look like is still about habits. So if you do a diet for a quickly fix, like we think at the first time when we say diet, mm -hmm. right? Okay, I'm going to fix that quickly. No. It is a lifestyle that you're going to need to find the one that works for you because you're going to need to lose weight and then you're going to need to keep the weight that you want to look like. Well, let's talk about real quick, like why a quick fix diet doesn't work and why the alternative that we'll talk about is the way to go. Okay. Right. So let's say that the quick diet, it is the one that you're going to do whatever it takes to lose weight. So if your friend is doing the keto or the juice cleaners or whatever, and then she lost 10, 20 pounds, we're going to say like, it's the one that yeah. I'm going to do. Okay. I, I need to eat like a thousand calories a day. I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to need to eat only like protein the whole day and veggies. I'm going to do it. The point is that is not sustainable. Right. Maybe your friend is still doing that because she finds on that diet her lifestyle. She doesn't like much carbs, so she's doing a keto because she prefers fat. Her body responds well, so why not? Right. Right? But let's say that is you like a lot of carbs and you're going to start to do a keto diet. You're going to be so unhappy doing that and the first opportunity that you're going to have to eat a carbs, you're going to overeat. And what's going to happen? You're going to hold a lot of water because your body is not using anymore that much of carbs. And you're going to be so disappointed. And you're going to go back and forth. Yeah. Three, four days in a restricted diet. And then you make some mistake, like do something that is not going to be good for the diet. 
the strategy. I don't even like to call it tired. Agreed. Because that it's already give the restriction sensation for yeah. me. Yeah. And I think, as you said, for everybody, you say diet is like no bread. Right. It's not that. In my mind, and in my opinion, there should be no diet, right? For the sake of it, we'll call it that, in which you should have to cut out any foods that you enjoy. And I feel like the psychological damage that occurs when we start to be super restrictive in our diets, it makes us so food focused and so left feeling like, you know, this void because we're not able to live our lives or enjoy our lives in means of like, you know, just your meal planning throughout the day or social events or just having fun, you know, because we have restricted ourselves so, so much, right, with the yeah. food that we can eat. So when we talk about like diets, you know, people who can lose 10 or 20 pounds or more on like a keto diet or Whole30 or, you know, Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or whatever, right? Like you can lose weight doing that if you can sustain that to a certain, with a certain um, length of time, you know, but like Anna mentioned, sometimes you may be okay on keto diet because you don't like carbs. But if you're somebody who likes carbs or if you're somebody who likes variety or you're somebody who likes to different types of foods for, you know, during different times of the week, that that's not going to work for your lifestyle. And when you have the chance to go and eat some of those foods, you have a higher likelihood of just saying, well, fuck it all and, and just giving up on your diet altogether. So you're at risk of not just gaining the weight back that you lost, but gaining more weight. Exactly. And, and and the whole point in life is to be happy, right? Yeah. If you are trying to do a diet to lose weight, it's because you want to be happier with your body. And food, it is half of our day is about to be eating, right? Let's say that you have five meals a day. Imagine you have five meals that you don't like at all. Right. You're going to feel miserable. Or imagine if you don't have five meals at all because you're so calorie restrictive. So you give yourself, you know. Two or three meals. Yeah. And then you start to not get hungry, not because you like do it. No, it's because your metabolism is going down. Totally. So it is not sustainable. And when we're talking about lose weight or change your body composition, that is a process. Mm -hmm. And you can lose 10 pounds in the first month. And your goal was 10 pounds, but you still need to keep going, you know, because it's not only to lose the 10 pounds, it's to get in a better habit, a lifestyle that is gonna be, it's gonna support the way that you wanna look like. Yeah. Because as, uh, you know, when I started to compete and remember the first time that I met, my abs, I was like, oh my God, now I have abs. <laughs> I thought that I have abs, I was like, I have a leg. I have my leg, once I have my leg, <laughs> I'm gonna have my leg forever, no, <laughs> guess what? Abs don't work that way. No, 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 as soon as you, you know, back to your old reality, your old habits, you're gonna get the way back and even more. Yeah. So if you wanna like, results, solid results, what I can say, you know, from my perspective and from everything that I haven't been watching and all the women that I help it so far, it is necessary you to find a way to be happy doing that. Oh, but I'm, I'm hungry. 
Okay, so try to get something that is less calorie. So you're gonna, you know, be full because it's important. If but my metabolism is is speeding up and I'm hungry, that is good. Yeah, that we cannot do too much. Right. But sometimes I love bread, but between have one slice of bread and have three, four ounces of potato, I'm gonna have potato. I think that what I, the strategy that I think is so good, and I and I don't know, I don't think many people would incorporate this, but if I was to go on a diet today, diet, right, make some lifestyle changes, I would write down a list of all the proteins that I enjoy. So may that be chicken, tofu, ground beef, ground turkey, you know, deli meat, eggs, right? Like I would make a list of all of these proteins I enjoy. Then I would make a list of all the carbs I enjoy, be it pasta, rice, potatoes, you know, lentils, etc. And then do the same with your veggies and do the same with your fats. So do you like nuts? Do you like seeds? Do you like nut butters, oils, etc. And make a list of fruits and start to eliminate the ones that are maybe not advantageous to eat. Like I always think the oils and butter count, count it out. It's like, they're just like pointless calories. Sure. They make food taste good, but you can easily adopt a diet without those and get very, very used to it with alternatives. And then start to like, look at that list and figure out how can I piece these together to build an optimal meal plan for myself. Right. And I think of a meal plan as being like lean protein, healthy fats, and fiber, right? Those are like the three most important, I think, for hormonal reasons, for sure. metabolism, mental, you know, health, right? Like those are the three things. Husband safety. Husband, <laughs> husband safety. Yes. Especially that one. Uh, but I, but you know what I mean? I think that that is like a very easy way to say like, oh, I can make a diet, a lifestyle diet with the foods I enjoy, right? You just have to put it down on paper and look at it in that way. Yeah, it is exactly what I do every week. We follow my husband. Uh, we decide what kind of protein we're going to have on the week, what kind of carbs we, we want to have, we're going to eat. So we grocery and we prep for the week, for example. Some weeks we have more salmon, fish, and cheek, and the other week more steak, um, turkey, tuna, and that way you're not gonna get boring right. about your food because I think to restrict it a lot is the first thing that you're gonna feel is boring. Yeah, and uh, you brought a good point. We are almost the same age, you know. We have almost the same weight, even. She's a little bit taller, has more muscle. I, I'm not going to complete Trust this me, sentence. A, a lot of that is in your booty, and I would trade it in a second. <laughs> but anyways, uh, what what works for me doesn't work for her. Yeah. What works for her doesn't work for me. Not even talking about body, that one thing that is some, some food can hurt me and bring me inflammation that is different for her. But uh, I think... We like different foods. So if I'm going to eat her food, I'm not going to be happy. If she's going to eat my food, she's not going to be happy. And it's the same calorie. That is something that we need to think about it. Oh, but how am I going to be happy on a diet? It is a mindset. You're happy because you're eating the foods you love. So for example, you lose weight by being in a calorie deficit. That's the only way, right? 
burning more calories than you're eating. eating. So that's the only way. I don't care if you're doing keto. I don't care if you're doing a juice cleanse or Whole30 or, you know, eating cheeseburgers all day. The only way to lose weight is through a calorie deficit. So the first thing you need to do that we all should do is understand what our baseline calories are that we should be eating. And that's very important. But what's most important in that is to understand how much protein we should be eating because that should be our number one macronutrient that we're prioritizing for a lot of reasons. But there's a number of different ways to figure out how many calories you should be eating. There are calculators all over online. In fact, if you're watching this on YouTube, and if I can on the podcast, I'll link it below because there's one really good calendar that I, uh, calculator that I like to use. But that can give you some sort of baseline is to understand, okay, to maintain my weight or to lose weight, I can eat 1800 calories per day, right? And then figure out how you want to distribute those 1800 calories, prioritizing protein, prioritizing healthy fats and fiber, but you can build your plate around that with the foods that you love. Now, if you're going to eat a cheeseburger and french fries, that's probably going to be half of your calorie, 900 out of your 18 calories for one meal. And it's not going to, your stomach's not going to feel great. You're not going to have great biofeedback. You're going to be swollen and puffy from the sodium and the processed food or et cetera. So it's probably not the best food to eat. But if you referred back to your list and you say, how do I make this fit into my 18 calories? There's going to be a million ways to do that successfully where you don't feel restrictive and you're still hitting your weight loss or maintenance goals. Yeah. And also, I like to say that, for example, thinking you are in the first step in the stairs, you cannot look to the top and think like you can jump and get there, right? You need to go step by step. If you are coming from eating 2,000, 3,000 calories a day, don't think about go to 1,500, 1,200, 1,000. It is not sustainable. Mm -hmm. It is not health. It is not mental health. You're going to feel it is too much change at once. So you're going to make mistakes easily. Mm -hmm. Then if you are eating 2,000 calories, let's say, and you want to start a diet, Oh, you want to change your lifestyle. What I recommend is keeping eating your 2,000 calories, but try to eat this 2,000 with a good food. So if before you had pasta, processed food, whatever, figure it out what you had as a calorie. And so like, okay, I'm going to start, but instead you have this, I'm going to have that. And you're going to have more food. And it's going to be easy if you are not hungry to make change. And then so like, okay, so now I feel like 2000, it's a lot. So I'm gonna, you know, drop 200 calories because I want to see more results. I'm gonna, you know, make my deficit bigger Mm. and make change and take time, take the time that needed to get there. That way, you're never going to make step back, even when you make mistakes. Because, yes, you're going to have the days that you're going to say, like, I'm going to eat the cheeseburger and do it. And it's why you're going to be consistent the most of the time. And enjoy your cheeseburger or whatever and back to your routine. It is about routine. It's about lifestyle. It's not a 
quick yeah. fix. So find the, the food that, the fruits that you like, the veg that you like, you know, the treats that you want to have here and there and try to calculate it and put it in. And if you don't understand at all about to calculate and you have no passion about it, go for the basic. I think that's a good point. Not everybody wants to calculate their macros or calories and like figure out this. Although I highly recommend it. But if that's, oh, yeah. if that's not your jam, start with the basics. Start with prioritizing 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal and look to aim to eat foods that are high in fiber because that's going to get your metabolism in a really healthy space. And once your metabolism is healthy, your body starts working for you. You know, it's in a happy state rather than having to like, for example, work to process all this processed shit that you're eating. You know, it's like you're clogging it up or if you're deciding just to go like hit the calorie deficit hard and going down to low calories, your metabolism is going to be like, no, I need to survive. You're, I need to help your body function. We're not going to lose weight. And I can actually attest to that because I'm currently prepping for a show. And we, even though we've been gradually dropping my calories, it gets to a point where my body is like, uh-uh, no, we're not losing weight. I can be at an extreme deficit, be doing an hour of cardio plus weight six days a week. And my body is telling me, no, we're not comfortable going there. So it's, a, and this is obviously for a purpose that's not the norm, but it just stands true that if you are pushing your body past a healthy limit, past a healthy state, it's going to reject it. And and so then you're doing all this work or making all this sacrifice and you're not feeling great and restricting all these foods and you're moody and your sex drive is low and all these things from a low calorie diet. Like for what? You know, just to for your metabolism to be like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be losing weight or, you know, I'm going to lose weight very slowly. And you're suffering. We know because we've both compete, um, prepped and competed for, for fitness physique shows that like eating a healthy diet, well-balanced diet with foods you like is such a great way to maintain or lose weight. And it's so effective. It's so good for your mental health. It's so good for those people around you and for your own freedom, you know? And I think like with time, you're going to get more involved with the process. Again, knowledge is freedom. I remember before when I didn't have idea that a cheesecake have like 1,500 calories. I always enjoy one, <laughs> maybe one and a half. Now like, I have two bites. I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, because it's not my favorite. So why am I going to have like my whole calorie today yes. in a piece of cheesecake? But sometimes it's the food that you like to have. Yeah. So sometimes have it. I think the most important is if you are looking for lose weight, find a diet again. Find a lifestyle that's going to make you happy. That's going to make the process sustainable. They're going to bring to you more results. Yeah. It's that. Yep. You know, has no perfect diet. How the diet work? Deficit. So any kind of food, like lifestyle, meal plan you have that you're going to burn more, can you eat, you're going to lose weight. If you go too hard, your body going to get in alert phase. So they're going to hold anything that you eat and yeah. it stores as a fat. So it's why the extreme, even Andrea as a bodybuilder, 
as she said, we are going through a very tough time of prep. It's why our Behind the Body podcast is so important because you're going to see this woman beautiful on the videos, on the pictures. You guys have no idea how hard it is the process, but at least she enjoy it. Otherwise, what right. would be sustainable for her? If I put a shit you eat a steak, she's going to throw up and she's never going to do this again. But it's only sustainable while I'm in the goal, while I'm in the prep, because you can't, this is not a state I can live in or would want to for live sure. in, right? For is sure. it for a specific period of time? Yeah, I mean, uh, sustainable in in this, uh, <laughs> I'm like, because you're going to eat. It is not sustainable, actually. <laughs> but I mean, because she's on prep, and what I want to say is, even she's on prep, even if steak is good, you're not going to have steak on your... Well, I'm also vegan, so that's a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, exactly because you're vegan. So it is something that uh, even I tell you, you're going to eat, your glutes is going to be like three inches bigger. You're going to say like, no, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, that is not sustainable I, for yeah, you. Exactly, you know? exactly. You cannot do it. Yeah. Even your goal, it's... You get it. Yeah. Big butt. Good big butt. <laughs> big butt, but I won't eat steak for it. But yes, uh, actually, a bodybuilder, it is so hard to use it as an example because it is so extremely in Exactly. But but I think what's a good example is how extreme we do go and how our body pushes back yeah. on us. And, and also, I won't share here because it's not, we don't have enough time, but like the mental toll that having this kind of restrictive diet has on you really just fucks with your brain, with your mood, with your, like I said, with your sex drive, with your relationships, with like all, everything. It makes you food focused, you know, which is like no way to live. Of course, I don't mean to make it sound all bad. There's great things that come with bodybuilding, but like when you're just restricting yourself to that degree, it's just not healthy and not necessary. And you mentioned about the cheesecake, you know, and I, I am a, such a strong believer of like an 80-20 rule or even like a 70-30 rule. You do well 70% of the time and you do whatever you want 30% of the time. And I mean, like by doing well, I mean, you're choosing the right foods, the whole foods, the healthy foods that are giving you the vitamins and minerals that, and protein that your body needs. And, and that's 30% of the time. And you're consistent with that, right? Because consistency is a huge part of it. And then 30%, go out and have drinks and go out and have some nachos, margaritas, go have a burger because it is about living your life. Your life shouldn't be about the diet, you know? The diet should fit into your life. I think we have a different, a wrong way to look for food. If, for example, all this time that we go socialize is around food, mm -hmm. is around alcohol. We live to eat, but actually we eat to live. Yeah. And I think it is the whole point. You know, enjoy your food, but don't be slave to the food, you right. know? exactly. Eat your cheesecake, but if you like the cheesecake, it's not because everybody's going to eat cheesecake you're going to eat the exactly. cheesecake. Exactly. I think it's important to be selective about what Make you're putting in your mouth. Make a good choice. Make it worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's a great point about not knowing that cheesecake is 1,500 calories a slice and so you're just eating it because it's on the table. It is so easy to go with yeah, your friends. Yeah, 100%. You're like, oh, but you, you may be lukewarm about cheesecake, but you're just eating it because it's in front of you. But I think it's being intentional, right? Like yeah. doing things with intention because this is your life because you're making the sacrifice, the changes, developing the habits, you know, to be your best self and or to be in the shape that you want to be and to 
feel better and to look better. So it's important that like you make the changes that are worth it to you. I love French fries. So in my 30 or 20% that I'm eating whatever I want, I'm drinking red wine, a bottle, and I'm having some French fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's important to me and it's satisfying and it's fulfilling and it makes me happy. And so, but I'm not going to be eating cheesecake because I'm not a big sweet fan. Or and for that matter, I'm not going to be eating dessert most of the time because I just don't like sweets that much. But you put some French fries or some nachos, like that's... I'm the opposite. I know. I, give me some cookies. I don't care about anything but sugar. <laughs> I know. My husband's the same way, so which is good because he can eat all the dessert. And I'm like, eh, I don't want it. But give me another wine while he's yeah. having dessert. But I think that it's about having intention. I think it's knowledge is power, like you said. It's about balancing your life, your happiness, your satisfaction with healthy foods and healthy choices and being really consistent with your decision-making process. For sure. The main idea is find a meal plan, a lifestyle that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. We have so many health options out there right now. We have social media, Google, all the ways, as Andrea said, about how you can calculate it have more knowledge. If you don't have this passion yet, start with the basic. You're going to get there because, again, when you're involved with the process, everything get. I'm not going to say easier because it is hard, but you start to have pleasure. Mm -hmm. So that makes you excited. For example, I am um, not on prep, but I'm prep myself to look a little bit leaner. Summer body. Summer body. 2023. <laughs> or maybe 24. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but, and I noticed that, uh, you know, science, I focus more and prep my food with more time, tasting better, don't starve myself. I work a lot, so it was easier for me having two, three meals a day. Even I know that is wrong. I was, you know, doing it. And when I decided to lose weight, the first thing that I need to fix was the little habits, mm -hmm. bad habits that I got it in the last year because the, the work, the last two, three years. So it is a process, you know, and makes the whole difference to be involved, to make my food better, to bring the food with me, to not be hungry, yeah. starving myself. It's when I start to thank God, speed up my metabolism because they were dead. Yeah. And we're going to share much more about this with Andrea Example, myself as well, and so many others. But yeah, I hope you guys get it that the best diet is the diet that works for you. The diet that is created for yourself. As a lifestyle and not a quick fix, because you owe yourself more than just a quick fix, you know? For sure. I agree. And if you have questions about any of this, food preparation, calorie counting, macro counting, weighing your food, how you can manage work with, you know, food and or going out with still reaching your goals, let us know in the comments. You can find us on social media and DM us or let us know here. We'd be happy to dive more into it or talk, you know, one-on-one -on -one about it because there's a million ways to do this. And we both have extensive experience with things that work and what doesn't work. We've been in all the shoes, incorporating good lifestyle habits, changes, but then also falling off the wagon and eating whatever we want and kind of going crazy. But we always bring it back to the basics, which is what works for sustainability. So we're happy. I think we feel 
passionately about it and we're happy to, to talk more about it if it interests you guys so if you if you guys want to see some videos of recipes mm -hmm. the way that we prep our food yeah. our food day eating to have some idea like how look like a food day of an athlete or a lifestyle let us know we yeah. are here and again our intention is to bring to you guys information knowledge our perspective and you know try to make easier let's mm -hmm. say the process not about what you're gonna do but bringing knowledge so you guys know okay i can do this instead that yeah i can try this and also the motivation, the inspiration, and everything. The, the community, good vibes and the most important. You're not, you're not alone for sure. For sure. And I do think that, and I'll, I'll end with this before we move on. But like, I do think that there is a lot of benefit that can come from learning how other people incorporate these types of habits into their life. I know for myself, when I hear what Anna does for food prep or how certain ways food is prepared to make it easier or taste better, like that just, stuff just helps, you know, yeah. like it, it really does. I mean, it's basic, but you know, sometimes we just don't think about it. Things that could be so simple sometimes can be life-changing, yeah. you know, or, or changing in our, in our daily lives and our habits. So anyway, that's all for me anything else you want to add well i think we could talk about this for hours oh my gosh days <laughs> we won't go on a bigger tangent than we went on and i'm actually a bit excited about the next episode and again we are together mm. our intention here it's bringing our perspective our energy our vibes our love and if you are feel like you cannot do it we feel the same i every day that i wake up at five to do my faster cardio I feel like no way to them not going to do it. Yeah. And I do every day. So without, it is hard for us as well. So you are not alone. I may, uh, the difference between us and you, it's we do it. And we still thinking that you cannot do it. You can do it as well. Just do it. Jump off your bed and go for it. And you're going to feel so much better after. I like to say, leave your feelings out of it. It's like, like you said, nobody wants to do it. I don't want to get up and do cardio, but I think, of course, I don't want to do cardio. Who wants to get out of bed and first thing they do is do cardio, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know, because that's the goal. That's the commitment I set for myself. And so, we feel so much better after yeah. because we get endorphin, serotonin. That is the hormone. We do the diet better during the day. We eat better because we make a decisions to start with. Yeah, and you know, we went hard on ourselves. We went out of a comfort zone and that that is real life, guys. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well, we hope that you enjoyed this. And again, if you have any questions, let us know. Also, if you have any things to share for the fellow viewers who are watching this or listening to this, post it in the comments below too, as we can all learn from each other. We are behind the body community. So yeah. we'll keep learning. I hope to see you guys on the next episode. Yep. So of course, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, please subscribe, like, um, let us know what you want to hear about. If you're watching us on YouTube, same thing, follow us on both and uh, you can follow us on social and we will talk to you next time on Behind the Body. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.